as part of the Jeremiah Show. It's the Arwen Lewis Show. Arwen Lewis is a singer, a songwriter, and a guitarist. She inhabits our blue planet, but her beliefs belong in the celestial realm. As the daughter of Peter Lewis, founding member of rock and roll cult icons Moby Grape, and the granddaughter of Oscar-winning actress Loretta Young, she's been part of the creative cosmos all of her life. She's a slice of sonic heaven, poised to enter your heart, mind, and soul. She's an artist, producer, and writer, and she's your radio host. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show. My show is under the Jeremiah Show platform, and I feature upcoming and established musical artists. Today, I have a very special guest, an up-and-coming artist from East Los Angeles, Lydia McIntosh, and she's here in the studio with her band. Uh, We've got Trey Cornish and Koala here with her. Hi, guys. Hello. (laughs) Hello. And so the band that we're talking about today is Lydia's um, solo project. And Lydia has created a band called uh, Lux Lawless. And it's an East Los Angeles-based band. And the cornerstone of the project is its collaboration with a wide range of talented live studio musicians. They describe their music as sad girl, Midwest emo rock with instrumental <laughs> undertones. We have a long introduction, so stay tidy. Um, <laughs> we have... Um, so as I said before, we've got Trey Cornish and Koala here with Lydia, and they're going to play two songs live today on the show. Uh, one is called Bled, and the other is Low Hum. Uh, Lydia will be singing and playing guitar. Uh, Koala has a bass, and Trey is going to play percussion. We've also liked to mention um, the musicians who helped bring the music to life in both the studio and Luke's Lawless live performances. Uh, the studio musicians include Lydia McIntosh on vocals and guitar, Matt McJunkins on bass, synth, and keys, Jeff Friedel on drums and percussion, and Nick Perez on guitars. And for the live music lineup, uh, we've got Lydia McIntosh on vocals and guitar, Trey Cornish on drums, Koala on bass, and Randy Andre on guitars. All of these musicians are affiliated with some highly prestigious acts, such as the Beta Machine, Holy Wars, Poppy, Gloom, Devo, Karina Round, Ingles of Death Metal, A Perfect Circle, 32nd to Mars, and All Seeing Eye and More. Lydia would like to specially thank the men at Secret Hand Studios, Jeff Friedel and Trey Cornish for sharing a space to create the 25 plus tracks that she's made under Lux Lawless. And also a special thanks to Matt McJunkins for being a phenomenal producer, producer, studio engineer, mixing engineer, mastering engineer, and a talented musician. Well, Lydia, Trey, and Koala, hello. Thank you for coming in today. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I know you all can't see this unless you're watching the YouTube video, but Lydia has her entire entourage with her today. This is awesome. I think this is the most people that I've been in the studio with, so this is very fun. Um, Well, I thought, Lydia, we could start by just talking about what inspired you um, to start to compose music and play music, and what instruments do you play? Um, Well, the instruments that I play, um, primarily, like, I'm leaning into vocals this year, Mm -hmm. uh, but I've... I played bass in bands, um, like punk rock bands, for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then I loosely play guitar. Nice. Because, um, I, I mean, I, I know real players, right? So uh, there's that. Um, but what inspired a lot of the music is, you know, just people stuff, right? We all go through breakups. We all go through childhood stuff. And um, we just need a place to put it sometimes. And there was a point where... <laughs> 
I was crying so hard and it derailed so much of my life after one of the breakups that I had that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start making money off of it. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. And so I called up my friend Matt, who had taught me production, and I asked him if he'd be willing to produce some of the songs that I had. And I was sitting on, I don't know, 20 plus songs at the time. Um, but how we create them in the studio is a different conversation. <laughs> it's, pretty, we'll it's kind of that. chaos. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll get to that. But yeah, so that's basically where it comes from. It's just wanting a space to put like that kind of drama and that chaos in a place that's healthy and that could at some point create finances. Um, and then it's also always always seeing my life kind of like through the, the lens of a movie. And so I was really intentional with all the songs that we recorded that I did want them to live cinematically. So I'm like, I'm, I purposely created them to live in sync. They, I was listening to, I listened to your two EPs and your album on the way down here. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, it's, it's like going on a movie trip or something. Yes. And it's totally hypnotizing. And like any of your music could totally be used at like a, a project in its, in its entirety as a soundtrack, or you could even do like videos for every song yeah. or, um, you know, I feel like they would all fit really nicely in film. That's my opinion. Um, but, and like the way you compose, like how did you, who are your inspirations? Like how did you come up with such beautiful song structure? Because it's not easy. It's almost a lo-fi vibe, right? Yeah. Like a lot of the drum beats, you can probably talk about this too, Trey. Like they're really, they're much slower than normal and it's a lot harder to play slow than it is fast, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, when it comes to recording those with uh, Jeff Friedel in the studio, there's a big contrast of what what we do live so a lot of the stuff that's on the album or the EPs um, you know you're going to hear it and get used to it and then when you go see a live show we kind of amp it up a little bit you, and, you know yeah. uh, the tempo can be a little bit faster uh, everything's hitting a little bit harder as well and that's awesome so um, I wanted to talk about the difference between the recordings and live shows too um, but going back to your composition do you Lydia do you play to like a click track and then do you come up with like a simple guitar track or how did you like how do you find the keys for the songs and how does all that how does your like scratching out the songs process work um it's kind of so i've got adhd and dyslexia <laughs> right so it's um it's it's a creation so sometimes what will happen it's like bled happened when i came back from a road trip from from sedona and it's the music just hit my hands yeah where it at that point it was really tricky for me to like play and sing like off the cuff and track it but typically what i'll do is i'll hear something and um i'll either tag a bass line to it first and then i'll build the guitar on top of it and then vocals or sometimes i like the certain sound of a tom and so i'll find like on apple loops i'll find like a little loop annoying track that just is like my metronome the whole time so it's like at least i'm playing to some kind of integrated sound so i can mm -hmm. get a groove and then drop the guitar in over it and then vocals um and then sometimes like i have at least two decades worth of either potential song lyrics or poetry and so what i'll do is i'll poetry mash mm -hmm. In regards to also, like, or not in regards, but, like, how it relates to whatever I'm dealing with. Okay. So, it's kind of, it's just a collage, essentially. That's beautiful. And <laughs> it's so... <laughs> So it's really nice, too, that you have all that poetry. Like, So it sounds like you get the inspiration for the music, and then you immediately lay it down um, with the format that you are just talking about. Well, I say immediately. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, it takes... Sometimes it takes something for me to actually, like, pick up my guitar. And so one of the things that I realized, like, being a student or being a kid with ADHD is, like, I work really well when I'm competitive. Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> um, so I make games with myself. So one of the games that I made um, in 2021, which... 
Trey and the boys may or may not be aware of is that I would call up my producer, Matt, and be like, hey, I want to go to the studio and I want to try to record five songs in a day. And he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> and so that's how the first EPs were born. We, we recorded three or four songs in a session. And, and did you write you write the, the songs like for the session once mm-hmm. you book them, right? Yeah, so, so I book the session okay. and then I make the songs happen. Because that way I have a deadline I'm living into. But when we go into session, they've already kind of been finessed with Matt and I. Like sometimes he helps me out with the arrangement. Sometimes they're true to the demo. Um, but I've had the experience... Um, the deadlines work for me and the stress works for me. And so what you're hearing, like typically there was like eight or 10 songs Mm -hmm. in that collection. And I only picked like the prettiest (laughs) of the four. And I'm like, I might use this later, but like not today. Well, I think you just, that's how you do it. You know, sometimes, you know, it's better to have more and then cut stuff out than not have enough and then try to come up with something that's forced. Um, It doesn't seem like forcing things is an issue for you. (laughs) So that's great. Um, Well, not forcing, you know, putting pressure on yourself and creating, you know, under pressure. And you might come back to those songs later and then find that you love them because they're resonating with you in a different place in your life than uh, you felt when you first wrote them, Uh, or maybe not. But I also wanted to ask, how did Lux Lawless, (laughs) it's like a tongue twister, Hello, Lux Lawless, how did you come up with the name? And so did you just come up with the band because you wanted something to be an outlet for these songs that you had? Or how did that come into fruition? Well... About 10 years ago, it was the first iteration of the band, and it was pretty interesting. Um, I don't, I hope there's no music out there from, from that time, because it was, wow, uh, not good. Um, but here we are now, it's the Phoenix version. So, um, originally, um, so Lux, it, it's just like a, it means, I really like to look at word meaning, so it's just, it's a, it's a protection of light, right? Like it's a golden orb that like protects you. And I'm like, you know, if I'm going to go into a crazy industry, I kind of want to, I want some protection around it. Um, but I always liked the name. I was obsessed with virgin suicides as a kid and I loved Lux as the character too. So double meaning, I guess, in that or inspiration in it. And then growing up, my grandma used to always watch Westerns and my grandmother was more like a mother to me. Mm -hmm. And so 10 years ago, I wanted to create my own genre, which is like the dead West, or it's like, you know, it's a classy, version like maybe a gothic version take on like country western mm-hmm. right so the initial one kind of was like kind of kitschy okay and so like lux lawless was like more leaning into that kind of vibe um and then too it's like you know we make up our own laws so yeah. just lawless is there for that um and i liked all the l's so <laughs> yeah, the alliteration I'm, I'm, is fantastic. I'm partial to l's <laughs> <laughs> so how did you hook up with uh, trey and koala and get going recording with these guys well, um, Trey, I'll let you take that over. Yeah, so I was pretty fresh to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, Lydia's session was one of the first sessions I was working with over at Secret Hand Studios. Um, it's a studio that Jeff Friedel owns. Okay. Uh, Matt McJunkins is there constantly, always producing and working with artists. So I had a friendship with them, and they let me kind of sit in on Lydia's session, you know, help do some audio engineering and things like that. And okay. we hit it off. She found out I played drums, and now I drum in the light band. Oh, nice. So you were engineering for yep. her. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And nice. how, it, how it all kind of came into fruition is on, um, we got offered to play our my first show July 25th of last year at Harvard and Stone. Okay. And these guys were like, yeah, we'll pay you a hundred bucks. Like, you know, it's a 40 minute set. I'm like, cool. I'm like, I don't have a band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've only recorded 29 tracks, but I don't have a band. Uh, so I was like, hmm. And I was like, Trey and I always joke that he's going to be my drummer. 
and now I'm going to see if it's real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so immediately I got off the phone and I was like, hey, Trey, you know we joke about you being my drummer? And he's like, yeah. I was like, so you want to be my drummer for the show? Awesome. And he's like, yeah, like I'm in. And I'm like, amazing. Um, the second half of that is um, Randy's not with us today. He's alive. He's just in L.A. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're just channeling Randy with the seance here. Um, but no, he's, he's with us. Um, <laughs> but I've known Randy since I was a very young like hairstylist in L.A. And uh, he worked at this restaurant next to my salon. So we've been friends for 10 years. And we were always like, we're going to start a band together. We're going to start a band. And um, he's always like, whenever you need guitars, lids, I'm here. I'm like, okay. And so on that same day, right after I got off the phone with Trey, I'm like, okay, drummer check. And I was like, hey, Randy, <laughs> like, do you remember when you said you wanted to play in my band? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, that time is today. Are you free? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like, there was, we had six weeks or less to get ready for this show. And then I also noticed, I was like, I don't have access to a bassist. And I called up Randy again. I was like, Randy, do you have a bass player you trust? And he's like, yeah, my friend Koala. And I was like, amazing. Yeah. So Randy and Koala come more from, like, the metal scene of L.A. Okay. Yeah, so and then I'll let you speak to that. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we've we been playing um, together for a long time, me and Randy. So, you know, he kind of hit me up about the situation with Lydia, you okay. know. So I was like, oh, let me listen to the music, you know. So let me see what it's about, what I'm going to get into. Too. So, you know, like she said, I'm from more of a metal background, not primarily, but I've, you know, just done that more than anything in, you know, my musical career. So um, I listened to it and I think the first song that I heard was like Steps, yeah. which is, a, you know, one of the more heavier songs. So was, I was like super into it. And I think at that moment I was like, I'm in. Yeah. But then I hear the rest of the songs and I'm <laughs> like, oh, OK, well, we got some diversity here. Yeah. But, you know, they're, they're all great. I love the songs. I love the music, you know. Um, produced really well and um, mm. it's in you know it's an honor to to back up those you know those lines and uh, you know do the songs justice well but I think I think you all complement each other really well because you also all bring something kind of different to the table mm-hmm. what's like what's your style background Trey like as far as playing oh, drums oh man well with drums um, I've known Jeff Friedel for probably maybe like 15 years now okay. I, I took drum lessons with him um, growing up you know, I came from a very musical family. My dad kind of showed me all types of different music. So my background's all over the place. Okay. But just uh, playing drums with Friedel and then, you know, meeting Matt McJunkins out here kind of opened up my whole production world, just understanding music a lot better. Cool. Well, yeah. And like for metal too, I mean, metal is like classical music, but sped up. So it's like, it's like, it's very sophisticated. I used to be like an indie band back in high school too. Okay. So it kind of brought that back to, you know, um, I'm just a bass player, oh. so I like to just say I play bass, you know, not necessarily a genre, but okay. I'm down for it all. No, 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 no. He's, an, he's a phenomenal bass player because the thing is with Matt, like, he's my producer, mm-hmm. but he is. I mean, I, I'm gonna just say he's a he's a he's a genius. Okay, he's a genius. He's a talent at anything that he takes on, whether it's engineering and working in studio, producing, or playing piano or synth or bass. His bass lines even though they seem simple, are very intricate. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that, like, Randy, Koala, and Trey could nail the material like they did for our first show with less than, sex, like, six weeks, mm, like, I didn't think it was honestly possible, and you guys totally rose to that occasion. Yeah. You just like, do learn by ear. Yeah. 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 
Like usually if it gets really like hard and complex and like I'll have to like download the music or the tabs or something. But yeah. with this one, I really wanted to just, you know, play it by ear because uh, like Lydia said earlier, you know, we definitely have the recording version and we have our live version. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I really like about Lydia is, you know, she says it all the time. Like I want you guys to, you know, bring your own, you know, version to the song or your own style and flavor. So that gets incorporated and, you know, the the live version, you know, definitely kick some butt <laughs> I'll definitely be at yeah. your next show do you yeah. have any shows coming up that you want to talk about or? yeah absolutely so my friend Talene Kali she has a residency right now at Harvard and Stone also she's a phenomenal musician I would recommend checking out um, we're we're working with her on September 20th and I'm not clear on what the lineup is like what time we play but we will be at Harvard and Stone on September 20th and then Trey and I also play in another band um, with Gloom. Oh, nice. And then she has some shows coming up this September also, I believe, on the 19th. Okay. So we're just locking that in. And we'll be able to see that on your uh, Instagram, right? Yes. So if you're just tuning in, uh, my very special guest is Lux Lawless today. Uh, Lydia McIntosh is the creator of this beautiful band. And we've also got her live band here with us. We have Trey Cornish and Koala. And you can find out more about Lydia's um, and Lux Lawless's live shows at Lux Lawless under slash official on Instagram. And you can also look up the music on Spotify and YouTube under Lux Lawless. And you spell that L-U-X-L-A-W-L-E-S-S. Um, and so anyway, I thought we could we've got two minutes left. So why don't I introduce uh, what you're we're going to take them out to break with as far as your tracks go. Um, we're going to go out to break and take you out with uh, Lux Lawless's song Post and bring you back in with her song Static. And then Lydia, Trey and Koala are going to play a live song called Bled for you. Uh, Koala's got an acoustic bass. What kind of guitar is that that you have, Lydia? Oh, it's a resonator. A resonator. Yeah, she's all chrome. She's beautiful. <laughs> Does she have a name? Metal. Metal. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and Trey's going to play some percussion. So um, stick around, listen to the music, enjoy a live performance by Lux Lawless. And again, look her up on Instagram at luxlawlessunderflashofficial. And you can also look her up on Spotify and YouTube to hear her music. And we'll be back shortly.
You are listening to The Arwen Lewis Show. Good morning, everybody. Today, my very special guest is Lux Lawless, and you just heard her song, Static. And now, her and her live band, featuring Koala and Trey, are going to play a song live, acoustically, called Blood. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the Arwen Lewis Radio Show. You just heard a few songs by Lux Lawless, my very special guest today. She is um, an up-and-coming artist based out of East Los Angeles, and Lux Lawless is Lydia McIntosh's solo project. And she's here with her live band today with uh, Trey and also Koala. Trey's playing drums and Koala's on bass. Mm -hmm. He has a beautiful um, acoustic bass guitar that he brought. And um, so anyway, you just heard, um, when we took you out to break, you heard the recording of Lux Lawless's song, Post. And when we brought you back in, you heard her song, Static. And then the three of uh, them just played a beautiful song called Blood that you heard live in the studio. And so, Lydia, I thought we could talk about really quickly your three releases that you've um, put out so far. You've got two EPs and one full-length album. Uh, Why don't you tell me about the titles of each EP and the album that you created and how you chose the titles first? Yeah, so... um Kind of, I wouldn't say I'm a wordsmith, but I'm like a history junkie. And so I really like Latin and um, going back to the roots and finding the roots of things. And so when it came to the EPs, it's really, so every song that we've created in studio 
um, it's supposed to be as if it's a flower. And so I had the intention of like rearranging and making each EP its own bouquet. And I'm really inspired by different seasons. So originally I'm from Missouri Mm -hmm. and there are certain days where it's like you're driving and you can feel like the bitter cold hit your face and you can feel like the heat from your car and like you smell like the decay of leaves from fall. You know, it's like it's just very like visceral. Mm -hmm. And so I released each EP for... um, I release each EP for a different season. Okay. And with Vespera, like, it's a it's a constellation. It's a star. Beautiful. It's a star placement, right? And so with that EP, there was, um, there's a few things from my past, more, like, on the familial side okay. uh, that I wanted to speak to, but I'm pretty cryptic when it comes to things <laughs> um, with certain songs and certain topics. And so, you know, just kind of saving face for anyone that may or may not be in my family line um i just kind of put it into the constellation and like what it represents and to be honest i was like i forgot what the definition of vespera was but i really liked it when i read it so i have to you know bring out my dictionary again um but yeah so with lumina it's kind of it's similar it's more like dealing with shadow side right so i i work with a lot of like union psychology so doing what's called shadow work so it's really just tapping into um like where your triggers are, but from a space of like your subconscious mm-hmm. and seeing like what's running patterns that sometimes we might not be aware of. And when I was journaling, I was I was also jotting down lyrics just intuitively. And I was like, wow, like Lumina is going to go towards anything that's like shadow work related. Okay. They're all like they're both based out of therapy. Well, well, yeah, it's, it's all therapy work. So <laughs> like, that's where the best art comes from. Right. <laughs> So that's uh that's where the EPs are at. And then Spectra Spectra, um I like I believe in ghosts and I've had my own experiences with things and um Spectre, it's different ways of spelling it. Um, it's all the same thing. It's an apparition. And I kind of like the definition of an apparition better than like a ghost. It just mm-hmm. sounds more alluring. Um, but then also like I chose to give it a feminine space too, right? Because it's masculine, it's feminine. There's something to tie it together, but I lived in a lot of like haunted spaces when I was living in Texas and in Missouri, and I wanted to give the the haunts that I experienced a, a space to breathe and live and be heard also. And so a lot of the songs on that album were created when I was like singing to console the the spirits in the hallway. Yeah. Like I sound insane saying it, but they were scary. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I'll just feed the beast like, with some songs and it will calm down. Um, so Frostbitten is around like one of the first places I lived in and like speaking to that entity. And Chalk is about the things that I encountered when I was living in Galveston. And um, they're not all to do with uh, with apparitions, but some of them it's also relating to old loves are like who we used to be and leaving that behind as if it's, you know, as if it's dead, right? Yeah. You know, so it's like snakes shed their skin. It's like allowing that to kind of breathe, but still honoring the ghost of like who you were when you were with certain people or in different situations. And you know what? Like it, it ends up being a catharsis in the end, right? Yeah. Like you've transformed by the end, by the time you're done listening to that particular piece of work. And I really felt like that. And it's very hauntingly beautiful. Speaking of haunting and things like that, <laughs> um, and your your vocals, they're they're very airy, and I don't want it not ghostly, but almost, you know, like there's you. It's somehow I don't know how you do this with your voice, but 
it just floats through everything, you know, which is a really beautiful quality to have. And you must, I want to talk about that when we come back from break. Um, and so, yeah, I want to talk about how you developed your voice because it's very unique and nobody sounds like you. Um, so thank you for c- composing and putting all this music together. And also thank you to Trey and Koala for coming to help and play the songs today. Um, so we're going to take you out to break now and then we'll bring you back in. Um, we're going to be taking you out to break with Lux Lawless's song, Chalk, and that's featuring her producer Matt McDunkins and then we'll bring you back in from break with uh, the song Dusk by Lux Lawless that's also featuring Matt McDunkins and Nick Perez and uh, you can find out more about Lux Lawless on Instagram at Lux Lawless under slash official that's L-U-X-L-A-W-L-E-S-S under slash official and also look up the band on Spotify and YouTube and I'm Arwen Lewis you're listening to the Arwen Lewis radio show and we'll be right back I'm Trey Cornish. I'm Koala. Hi, this is Lydia McIntosh. And And you're listening listening to the the Arwen Lewis Show. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to Arwen Lewis on the Arwen Lewis Radio Show. Today, my very special guest is an up-and-coming artist from East Los Angeles, Lux Lawless. And today in studio, we have Lydia McIntosh, the creator of this beautiful project, also Koala and Trey. And we're going to be uh, having them play a live song here again for the second time on the show. We took you in from break uh, with a song called Dusk. That's what you just heard. And that's uh, Lux Lawless featuring Matt McJunkins and Nick Perez. And now Lydia, Trey, and Koala are going to perform her song, Low Hum. Ba-da-da-ba-da-ba-ba 
Lydia Trey Koala, thank you for that beautiful performance of Loham. And Lydia, most of your song titles, as Jeremiah pointed out, are mostly one word. Why is that? So I, before I go into the studio, even with my producer, Matt, I'll demo out all of my own music. So <laughs> it sounds pretty interesting. So I'm at my house and my recording studio is an, is an old like wardrobe that you put like clothes in and I put... I made it into a desk and into a studio, right? So when I'm recording things, I'll have like a guitar in my lap and then I'll hit the space bar to stop things and I have to save things before anything crashes. And so I come up with the first word that's there and I'm like, there's a low hum coming from the refrigerator. I'm like, low hum. <laughs> and, then I'm like, and then like sometimes like in post is from like a post-it, you know? And it's like, there's just like things where I'm like, how do I remember this song? And so a lot of them too, it's like, well, this one's Chuck. You know, it's like, it's just like, what's like, like sometimes it's when I'm singing it, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is the, th it's not really the, the thing that I want it to be about, but it's like, I'm just like, well, how can I save it before my, my system crashes? Cause it crashes all the time. Oh my gosh. Um, and so I'm just like, I have to save the material. And there's, there's one song lead. It had a different, it used to be called sweat, but I was like, there's another band. So my producer's in the beta machine and they have a song named tower and sweat. And I didn't realize that. Um, 
Sorry, Matt. Um, <laughs> and Tower is named after the Tower card. Sweat was because it was really hot last or like that summer that I made lead. Um, and I don't I don't have a swamp cooler in my house. Right. right? It's not. I'm 345 square feet. Warm. There's no there's it's, a, it's an oven. So I was like, sweat is this song, you know, so and I wanted to capture like the heat of the summer in that song. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, what's something else that's like it's weighted? And I was like, lead, you know, so and like petrol like it's it's all there so so yeah that's where the songs come from well it's really beautiful that like all of the titles like totally match the music and which I wanted to go back to to so your okay. voice yeah how did you develop this beautiful haunting ghostly airy perfect pitch floaty tone <laughs> I mean, I just followed the steps of Bjork. No, just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I, uh, I was raised around a lot of theater as a kid, and so my mom was doing vocal work, and my mom is a performer. My grandmother is a performer. They're more on the dance side. Mm-hmm. Like my mom does dance and singing. So as a kid, I'd go on all the errands with my mom, and so I would just kind of like hear, 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 and absorb things. And then um, I realized, like with karaoke, I sing better to British men. Interesting. Than I do to women in their range. And so I kind of like leaned into that, like Elliot Smith and things like it. And mm-hmm. I was always really inspired by Bob Dylan, where there's not like a particular, he just kind of, he kind of sings or talks at us. I'm not clear, but it's music. Right. And, um, and I wanted something that was like that, but I have had vocal training. Um, I've... I, like, received vocal training from, like, the time I was 19 to 23, and then I picked it back up when I started to go back into the studio, okay. and I needed to be more efficient. So um, Kyle East is someone that I work with in L.A. Highly recommend. She's an incredible vocal coach. Okay. Like, truly, like, what yoga is to some people, she is to voice. She's really, really trained, very articulate, and um, she really de- helped develop the strength that you're hearing in definitely, like, the later tracks mm-hmm. that show up. Um, I don't know. I've just always, like, ghosts. And I've always just, you know, been kind of a mockingbird. So I'm always like, what animal can I mimic? Or like, what person or automated system can I uh, replicate? You know, so that's that's where the voice comes from. I guess. Was it like an art? Is it was it is that just like what naturally happened after you were trained, or is this is so you're saying like you were trying to mimic and come up with this sound? I think in my early days, I tried to figure out like the signature sound Mm -hmm. you know and I think it's like that I think with any kind of art you know I do hair as my day job and it's like I need like a signature thing that I do and it's like it comes to you after a while you know like practice makes master and um, when I was in punk bands I always wanted to be like gruff like Brody Dahl from the Distillers or you know um, Kathleen Hanna from Bikini Kill and La Tigra but my voice just doesn't carry like that and so I had to start just listening to myself authentically and I'm like where does my voice feel like it's in its pocket it, mm-hmm. instead of chasing something that I can't get to. Right. Um, but Disney movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like but Disney movies, you know? Um, and then also just, I don't know, as a kid, like, my grandma had a space in the opera before things shut down. Okay. In Germany, and, and I think there's just something there, maybe, that, like... I'll listen to classical music and be like, can I vibe with this? Um, so, yeah, like, I just I just kind of listen to, like, whenever I start playing things, I just try to match the vibe with my voice. So I try to resonate the two. That's the Well, yeah, it, it sounds like the yeah. your voice and the music play off of each other. And then, like, all of the instruments, um, you know, and so with the production, so Matt McJunction, Mc. Jenkins, McJunkins, McJunkins, yeah. okay. the junk. <laughs> Matt McJunkins. Yeah. So he's produced all of your music, right? 
Yes, all of it okay. with the exception of a few songs. Anything that's out right now has been produced by Matt McJunkin. Okay. I have a, a few other tracks that I've worked with other producers, and they're great also. Like, I've worked with this uh, great gentleman named Brandon Zano and Caleb Forlong. Um, I'll be, like, starting to, like, release those songs a little bit later. Cool. But primarily 29 songs deep. It's me and Matt. And so did he help you uh, develop the recorded sound? Because there's a lot of space, you know, and um, I feel like that's very beautiful and hard to capture. Uh, and how many instruments do you use per recording? Is it all really just bass and drums? Because I heard a little bit of synth and piano and cello on some stuff too. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like it's pretty simple, right? There's just the vocals, guitar, bass and drums for the most. Yeah, I mean, I try to keep things really simple. And like, that's like, I had a few intentions coming into my music. Mm-hmm. A, I wanted it to be collaborative. And what that looks like to me is like, I'm going to demo things out. And I'm gonna, like, I'm like, this is kind of what I'm thinking, guys. And then I trust them with their instrument mm-hmm. and I let them do what they want. Right. And so that's where it just, it gels. I have the trust that like they're going to deliver intuitively what I'm feeling and it has Mm -hmm. which is spooky but it's really cool Um, like and then it's the same with live right where it's just like I let them know it's like even though the recordings of the recordings like this is your jurisdiction how you want to bring the live show I want this to be collaborative do what's like what's authentic to you right and so with Matt really what defines the sound is budget Mm -hmm. so the first Mm -hmm. eight songs um the first session, we knocked out four songs. Okay. And it was just me on guitar. And then he would pick up bass and he'd pick up piano. And then we maybe did like three sessions like that, which is one day in the studio because that's what I had money for. Yeah. And like we just like knocked it out. Yeah. And he's like, I've just never seen people knock out four songs. I'm like, well, I'm doing it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then as like, you know, with his recommendations, he's like, I want to bring my friend on. I just trusted him. And I was like, I'll figure out the cash behind it to get everyone paid to bring them into the studio. And that, that's what kind of allowed us to have more space to let the, the songs breathe with different instruments. Okay. Because then it's like, and then Jeff came on board to play drums. And like Nick Perez was with us, Jeff Friedel, and then Matt. And Matt goes between like playing bass and then like hitting the space bar with like recording everything. And I'm like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a magician. A right. wizard. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so every sometimes I hear songs and I and I purposely want to keep them simple mm-hmm. and the other side of the intention is performance, right? So I want to keep everything simple. A it's easier to remember, sometimes it's easier to forget because there's so many crossovers. But if I have to perform something by myself, I want to be able to to deliver, right. right? But and when it's simple, it gives space to like if I wanted to build a band around it, then they can drop in and there's enough space to where everyone gets heard and seen. And so you've set yourself up to win if you have a band or if you play by yourself. Yeah. And I totally like I like I, I loved hearing you all play together, but I can also see you just playing that on your acoustic guitar, right? So it just has like a different vibe basically depending on what you're going for and what kind of performance you're trying to give. Um, well, this has all been so amazing to talk about, and I just can't wait for everybody to hear the rest of your work. So please go look her up on Spotify and on YouTube. Or can they buy the albums anywhere? Yeah, Bandcamp, Apple Music, like really any of the platforms, the music is being sold. So, And look the band Luke's Lawless, Lux Lawless. <laughs> I'm going to get it right by the end of the show. L-U-X-L-A-W-L-E-S-S. And so Apple Music and Bandcamp and all the other platforms where you want to buy their music. And we're going to take you out to break here with Lux Lawless's song Glass and bring you back in with Lead. And Glass is featuring Matt McJunkins, Jeff Friedel, and Nicholas Perez. And Lead features Matt McJunkins, Nick Perez, and Jeff Friedel. So please enjoy and we'll see you in a minute.
Good morning, everybody. You're listening to Arwen Lewis on the Arwen Lewis Radio Show. Today, my very special guest is Lux Lawless. What are we laughing at over there? (laughs) And you just heard her song, Lead, and that's featuring Matt McJunkins and Nick Perez and Jeff Friedle. We're going to finish up our conversation today uh, talking about your amazing videos that you have out there. How many have you released? Well, we only have one video that's been released, um, but the funny thing about that is that we rec- <laughs> we we made two music videos in a day okay. on a twelve-hour day, and you um, work fast. Yeah, yeah, you know we're gonna go. We're gonna just get in and get out. Yeah. Um, time's money, and uh, and I have I have a lot of people to be thankful for in my life, and one of them is Andrew over at Monarch Studios. He gave us the warehouse, which gave us the space to, like, have most of our events, and that's where we filmed our music videos. That's where we get to rehearse. Like, he's so sweet. He's so, like, he's such a... He's such a cornerstone for, like, what's happening in the music scene right now, and it's just so great to be aligned with someone like Andrew and Monarch Studios. And then on the flip side of that, there's Manny Leota and his team. Um, There's Devin and Logan and just like incredible like the talent that they have is just impeccable and when I told the boys we we're going to do two music videos in a day I purposely <laughs> started out with post yeah. because it's softer it's more like oh like next door soft mm, it's fine yeah. and I was like this is a good way to have everybody get uh, introduced to each other so we start building that chemistry right right so that way when we have chalk which is going to release uh, shortly like we're working out like the last um, edits with chalk because I'm insane um, <laughs> oops my bad she's exposed uh, but um, once we, we work out like the last like aspects of chalk we'll be releasing that I, I feel like in the next like two or three weeks okay and it cool. is it is the the darker quality sister of the music right so that's like more like chalk and lead and debts and steps all kind of live in the same place where like post and you know bled and a few of the other songs are a little bit more ethereal and softer okay. and i wanted that, that juxtaposition because like it's like we're gonna film in the same place i don't want it to feel that way right right and it's like how do i like quantify like the time and like make things effective and um the guys were great you know, it's like it was it was a long day. Yeah. Um, yeah. I used to work craft services before I was a hairstylist. And oh. so I made sure everyone was really fed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> snack table. Was awesome. Do the snack table was yeah. on point. Something else. Great. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, it's like art department wise, like Trey and I went out to Michael's and the, the girls at Michael's like gave us discounts on fabrics. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And all the things that we needed. Yeah, yeah. Like we, yeah, we had yeah. a whole we had a whole bunch of fun. So it's like I basically want everything that I do, I want it to be integrated and collaborative. And so it's like with post, we have this huge like freeze tag session. And then um, which I found out people don't know what a uh, flashlight tag is or uh, flashlight what? freeze tag. <laughs> and okay. so that was interesting to explain. Um but then the chalk that's coming out, it is more to do with things that are haunting. And so I wanted that element to be in that video. So we used a lot of really cool veils and fabrics to kind of get to where we needed to go on a budget. Um, but Manny's just impeccable. Like he works with a lot of um, with a lot of Gloom's music videos. So okay. I do her hair also. So we're like we're on set together all the time. OK. But yeah. So just music videos are coming up. Post is already out on YouTube. And then shortly chalk will be up. So nice. And then um, do you attach, like on Spotify, like if you're listening to your song, can you see the videos there too, like for the songs or no? I'm not sure. Okay. So I'm looking for a manager, if you know any. I am (laughs) totally here for it. If you're willing to go through the screening, um, you can please contact Lydia (laughs) on Instagram at Luke's. DM me. (laughs) DM her. If you're strong with management, you can hit me up. Um, I I have a... (laughs) um, I definitely have like released a lot of like mini videos to sync up with 
the songs cool. and I I'm not clear if Spotify put them on I use DistroKid oh right okay. so I do all of my own self-release I copyright all of my own music mm-hmm. I run everything through BMI so it's all very um, I would dare to say grassroots at this point it's very DIY and independent so that's the way to go these days I mean especially because yeah. you're such a smart businesswoman about it too like and it's amazing that you've really like come up with and released all of this material literally in like two years you know so well, I'm, we've, we've known each other since I used to work door for the bands in Hollywood yeah right? like we met at a club we met at a club and yeah. I was like Arwen's performing and I was like oh man I was like I need to be performing too oh my gosh <laughs> well and here you are and you have just like you've de- and I remember when you you were really talking about developing all this stuff right and like um, it, I was so happy when I finally saw that you had brought all this to fruition like it really takes a certain drive and just a belief in your art and being to be a true artist you know and so like I'm just so happy for you and I'm so happy for you to have come on the show today and shared everything um, really quick you could write a song with one person who you haven't written with yet who would it be Rick Rubin okay Ooh. that was easy yeah. <laughs> that was easy and I yeah. love that and Iggy Pop and Iggy Pop okay. Dolly Parton yep three <laughs> that's fine three yeah. is fine I love it there we're at we're there we manifested that I guess yep and it's coming to you so anyway Luke's Lawless thank you so much for coming on the show today and um, we're going to take you out of the show tonight with um, a song premiere of the entire song well not a premiere but a premiere on the Arwen Lewis show for her song Tower and you can look up more about Lux Lawless at Instagram at Lux Lawless under slash official and look the band up on any of your favorite digital platforms to purchase the music. And you've listened to The Arwen Lewis Show. This is Arwen Lewis. Have a great day.
The Arwen Lewis Show was brought to you by Evolve Entertainment. Host, Arwen Lewis. Executive producer, Jeremiah D. Higgins. Producer and sound engineer, Richard Dr. D. Dugan. You can find Arwen Lewis and all of her music at arwenlewismusic.com. And follow her on Instagram at arwenlewis. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.